Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Not Cool. It's not just cool, it's Get Blue Spheres! <gasps> are, are, hold on, I gotta, I gotta go around the perimeter. We are here to talk about the past four days of wrestling. Four straight nights. Oh, right. There was a lot of wrestling this week. There's a lot of wrestling. So I guess we won't be talking that much about Sonic Mania. No, we probably need to get right into it. But So we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. SummerSlam, which was ten hours. Uh, Monday Night Raw, which was nine hours. And then the SmackDown Live. And I guess some stuff happened on NXT tonight? Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, I'm Owen, joined as always by John. And we're joined as always by everybody out there on the internet! Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live right now over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Send us your questions and your comments. We are monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at The Heel Turn, and we will get to what you got to say as we deem fit. Mm-hmm. Owen? What's up, John? I'm going to just get this out of the way quickly. Sonic Mania is a really good game. I have started playing it again as Knuckles. Game of the year. I have finished Green Hill Zone, and I have three Chaos Emeralds. Good stuff. Good stuff. This is a very good video game. Oh, John, we should let people know that in the future, you and I are planning to do a uh, speedrun race of it. It's true. I'm slowly trying to figure out like how the fastest routes are, and it's very difficult because lots of things will kill you. Video games, y'all. Yeah. If you're uh, subscribed on Twitch at Ozone Online or at video underscore shames, you can watch us have a race. We might do a few of them. Could be a regular thing you and I do. Could be. Because it's a really good game. It is a very good game. But, uh, John, we don't have a lot of, you know, time dedicated to talk about video games because we have a lot to cover. Play the song. All right, all right, I gotta I got go get it. So we're gonna... Jump right into wrestling news. The answer is yes, John. You went silent, so I assumed you had it. Of course. It, 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 didn't, it doesn't take me that long. I just had to pull up the window. Hey, John. You're a window. Thank you? Rear window! Oh, no, no, I don't like this. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't get that one. That kind of just that kind of just came out of my mouth without any th- foresight or thought. Makes me seem like a rear end, so now I'm sad. The rear view. Nope. Hey, Wrestlers. John. A broad uh, back, see? So you have the first news ar- news article up here. I do. And uh, explain to us why the WWE is banning all pull accessories. So I don't know if you saw. Uh, the SummerSlam, or the Monday Night Raw. John, not only yes. did I watch the Monday Night Raw, I, I, I wrote about it. You did. I, I regret this. I don't want to do that ever again. I'm sorry. It was a one-time thing, I swear. Okay, it's a likely story. But John? Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, SummerSlam, possibly the best moment of that entire show was when during the tag team match, uh, for some reason, some people decided to play with a beach ball because they're dicks. Uh, and then Cesaro ran out into the crowd and stole the beach ball and ripped it in half. 
because Cesaro is badass. It was awesome, and I loved every second of it. Hmm? Anyway, uh, on Monday, the Beach Balls were back in full force again, uh, and they possibly... Like, not possibly, like, fucking completely ruined that Jason Jordan-Finn Balor match. I, I don't know if there's really... Can you consider it ruining if there was nothing really there to ruin? In fairness, you are 100% correct there. That match was pretty dumb and mm-hmm. not very good to begin with. But, and I, I will say that in part of that is, yeah, they've given us no reason to like Jason Jordan. Yeah, or, you know, Finn Balor. Ah, he's a cool demon man, whatever. Only once a year. That's all you need. Yeah, okay. Gotta leave him wanting more, man. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they beachballed during that. They beachballed during the main event. John Cena played to the beach balls a little too much because he's bad. Well, he also talked about it after the show went off the air. Okay. Saying that he thought it was cool. Of course he, he did. He's like, you guys are having fun. I love this shit. Of course he did, because Cena. that's the classic John Cena, you know, directive. Mm-hmm. The point is, though, Owen. Yeah. WWE was not cool with it. Uh, why? Um, because they don't like the fact that people are hitting these beach balls around and during their shows and distracting everybody from the fucking wrestle show. Which, in fairness, I kind of can't really argue with that. Uh-huh. As much as I think that, you know, part of the problem is, hey, maybe people wouldn't need to bring out the beach balls and play with them if the wrestling wasn't, I don't know, shit. Hey, John. Yeah? Did you watch SmackDown? Yeah, I did. Did you know how many beach balls were there? None. And because, and the reason why there were none is because they started the ban on Tuesday. What? Yep. On what? Tuesday night, people that brought in beach balls, or they were checking for it, and people that brought them in got them confiscated. Oh, come on. Yep. So, I get what you're going for, Owen. You're factually incorrect. And also, my show did not deserve Beach Balls. It was a good, it was a really good show. Uh, you're just jealous. Because I got all the cool people. You got a cool person. I got two cool people. A cool person. How dare you. Albeit a very cool person that I'm jealous of. And was Don't. sure that I was going to get. Uh, how dare you think that uh, Bobby Roode is not cool? I don't get it. We're, we're not talking about Sean Benjamin? No. He's cool. Fuck you. Move, John, but also, this, you wrote all pool accessories. Yeah, because uh, apparently... The someone got like a uh, a copy of like the leaked memo or whatever about it, and it seems like they also not only banned uh their Barclays Center uh, because it was a Barclays Center directive with WWE in mind, uh, mm-hmm. and Barclays Center seemed to also be banning it from future events. What? Yeah, I thought the Barclays Center was cool. Banning not only beach balls, but inflatable tubes and, like, the noodles. Oh, they ban- fuck off. All that shit. Fuck off. I want to bring a noodle to my wrestle show. I want to bring a noodle to a wrestle show. You should bring a noodle to the next Raw. You just made me want to do that. It's your fault. I You you, you just Streisand effect yourself, motherfuckers. John, you bring that pool noodle and you periscope that shit. I want to see you bring a pool noodle into that arena. Remember that time we periscoped us bringing in streamers? Yeah. 
How'd that and then go? we didn't do it because those people did it before we could pull them out, and they got thrown out. Came back. They did get to come back, which that was smart yes. of them well, to let happen. Also, the crowd was furious. Oh yeah, of course, deservedly so, because fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, uh, this we'll is a future thing for both the Barclay Center and it sounds like WWE in general. I'm bringing a pool noodle to the Royal Rumble. They can't do stop it. me. Do it. Also, but also, it's going to be in January, so it's not really in season. Maybe I should bring a snowball. It's perfect, man. It would be frozen. No, I should bring a snowball. I'm fil- this is Philadelphia. We throw snowballs. Oh, God. Oh, God. We just pelt Roman Reigns with snowballs, because why not? I didn't know Roman Reigns was Santa Claus. He's got a beard. Fair enough. Also, McFoley's not around. Also fair. Anyway. Mm -hmm. That's that's it. Uh, You also have the next uh, article, so why don't you keep going? Uh, Hey, Owen. So, you remember having watched the the Monday Night Rim Rams that uh, a certain... Queensite had a match with a certain New Jerseyan that is being less and less ingratiated to the crowd. I don't know. Tuesday, they were pretty indoor. They have nothing else on Tuesdays. What do you expect? Hey, they have nothing on Tuesdays after 10 o'clock. That was obviously what I was saying. I don't, I, I'm just making sure because the way you worded it, you were trying to take shots at SmackDown. And I, no, I was taking shots at 205 Live! Okay, I'm just. Fuck 205 Live! Yes. It should be obvious! Yeah, was, there's a reason we don't cover it, except we're going to cover one piece about it. Well, alright then. Anyway, yeah, uh, so. Enzo and Cass had a Brooklyn Street fight t- for to decide who is the, the best of the. People that have had this match millions of fucking times already. How, how'd that go? Well, it barely started. I mean, it, you know, it, a little bit happened. But during uh, a pretty average spot, mm-hmm. uh, Big Cass went to kick Enzo in the face and went over the top rope and went out to the side to, uh, you know, the the ring apron there, the ring out outer area there, and motherfucker landed badly on his right knee and, like, really fucked it up. I'm I'm not, I'll be completely honest, I don't actually know what happened to him, I don't know if he's got, like, a torn meniscus or something. Hey, John. Yes? I have the information. Good! He most likely tore his ACL. Ooh, that's bad. And he is out for a minimum of nine months. Jesus! Rip! How you That's, doing? Damn. Not well, apparently. No, he is. Fuck. He's not doing well at all. It's as if the program that Enzo was in is gone forever, so they had to move him somewhere else. Which, in fairness, that program should have been gone forever. I know. A long time ago. I, I know. I know, you know. I'm just saying. For the people at home. I think they also know. <laughs> If they well, watched any wrestling. People at home, if you don't know, now you know. Don't say the last word. I wasn't intending on it. The last word is not in the radio edit, and clearly we're talking about the radio edit, sir. Alright, Booker T would disagree. You should not bring that up because Booker T will cry. <laughs> He'll turn. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. 
best of luck to big casts. I'm really sorry that your push is now over and that Enzo gets to live even though he sucks. Oh, also, Asuka got hurt. Oh, yeah! That also happened at the NXT TakeOver. Yep. Yep, uh, Burke, uh, he tore ACL out nine months. No. Oh, wait, sorry, I was reading the big cast thing. Oh, she she broke her right collarbone. She's out six to eight weeks. So, I've heard some speculation here, and okay. this is idle speculation. Uh, take that into consideration, like... This is going in the category of not even worth the dirt sheets disclaimer because it's sub dirt sheets. Well, I may have some information depending on what this is. I've heard it speculated. This is a work. It's not. It's not. Okay. I I can confirm it is not. Okay. Not a work because guess what? She's not dropping the belt due to it. Okay. She's just out for now and she's got to come back. And she's going to still be the champion. Well, unless great. something Unless something changes. Well, I also have some news that might not be in your news thing, because I'm not currently looking at the notes. You should put it in afterward, then. It what seems it- like nothing is actually going to change, because according to an interview with Triple H, he really doesn't want Asuka to leave NXT anytime soon. That's fair. And you know what? Fair enough! I mean, have you seen... Uh, Bailey? Have you Sasha seen Banks? Shinsuke Nakamura? He's doing not that. He's doing about as good as he was doing in NXT. Maybe a little less. I'd say very less. I don't know. He's 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 fighting for the WWE Championship. About that actually matters. Bailey and Sasha have won the, the Raw Women's Championship, which is a meaningless belt. So, whatever. Until right now, I just realized, oh, wait, Sasha won that on the, on Sunday, didn't she? She did. I, She's the new champion. I still imagine Alexa's the champion, because that's the way it should be. Well, she invoked a rematch clause for next week on Raw, in oh. case you forgot that part of Raw. So, get hyped, because that's probably what's going to happen. Good. Should. If you read the I don't want list. it to happen, but... Let's be honest, this is Sasha Banks we're talking about. As I wrote in about last night, which I begrudgingly wrote over at ProWrestling.Cool, I What's that? said that if uh, the only way Sasha could retain the belt is if she does some heel shenanigans that starts her heel turn. I don't know. Because that's the only way you're going to get the Sasha versus Bailey for the title. Well, yeah, definitely. I'm not, saying it's, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying that's the only way she would retain her belt. There's no way she would do it cleanly. Yeah, but, dude, you have to remember here. Bailey versus Sasha is not going to happen anytime soon. Wait, how long is she out for? I think she's out for like six months. What? Then why is she still on television? Because they want her to be popular. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think she's going to be out for that long. Oh, I thought that's what I heard. I thought that I heard she needed surgery and was going to be out six months. I I don't know. I I, I could remember. be 100% wrong here, and if I am, I accept that, and I apologize profusely. We'll but, see We'll see if, if uh, Bailey is at the TV tapings after these Brooklyn shows, because it seems kind of weird that she would be, you know, around traveling if she needs surgery. 
It's really weird hearing you call Raw a TV taping. It's, it, 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 they're taping it. I know. I'm, I, I, again, I understand that you are 100% right in using that terminology. It just sounds weird. What am I supposed to call it? Raw. But, uh, when they do Raw next week. I don't want to give it any power. I don't know, I'm just saying TV tapings makes it sound like, you know, they're doing multiple episodes in a row, like they do with the NXT. Well, well they're also taping main events, so. Oh, who watches that? I used to. It used to be good. That's where Grand Metalik lived for a while, and now all of a sudden he's able to show up on the other shows. It's weird. Is that it for news? Um, yeah, if you don't have anything else. Nope. But, uh, so yeah, we should probably get into, uh, what we've been doing for the past four days. Playing Sonic Mania. Nope. I mean, yes, but nope. Playing Metal Gear Solid 5. No, we're, John, we're not... Trying gonna... to find a new apartment. We, we really do not need to go about that, talk about that on this show. John? I don't know, you want to hear the specifics of my landlord in prison? No. I don't. And okay. I, and... I, and as you're, I'm going to give you legal advice. You shouldn't talk about it on a podcast. Hey, John. Hater's going to hate. True. But uh, no, there's no hate for actually TakeOver Brooklyn 3, which we went into with low expectations. Yeah, pretty much. I, I'd say that mine were a bit higher than yours. I mean, mine were about in the middle. Like, it's going to be a decent show. I didn't think it was going to be a great, great show like it was. That, that I will definitely give you. That I did not expect it to be as good as it was. Yo, this, this takeover is real good. This takeover was really good. And I'm mad that we weren't there. Yeah. Though, I agree with that. Technically, we were there. Yes, it's very true. Because, you, you may not know this, but John, every single video package with Bobby Roode in it featured us. It did. Including the opening montage where the where uh, Code Orange was playing, they showed us. And also, <clears throat> by the way, I just want to say that that weird opening montage they did of like mixing the uh, the footage in with the band actually playing. Fucking awesome! I thought that was really cool. That that, uh, that harkened back to like the old WrestleManias that did that. Like WrestleMania 18 was that was that opening. That was, that was really well done. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's real great. I liked it a lot. Also, I liked how we were on the show, even though we are the face of NXT TakeOver Brooklyn now. Also, I would say we were on the show in the sense that, remember our doppelgangers from uh, from Raw? Those guys. The, the dude in the front row in the corner there with the Flyers jersey. Oh, and then that, guy, that guy the sucked. Dude, the dude dressed up as Macho Man. Yeah. I mean, they, like, they were there on NXT, too. I know, they were there every night. I can't believe they got the same seats every night. I don't... They, the package must have been weird. Dicks. Year. Yeah, the package must have been better this year, even though it was more expensive. That's probably why. Fair. But yeah, John, uh, that guy in the Flyers jersey sucked. <laughs> Not just because he wore the Flyers jersey, but because he was looking dopey the whole time. I'm like, come on, man. Be excited. Oh, guys... that wrestle show, what? Whereas when I'm at the wrestling shows, I'm like... Making really goofy faces at everything. That's what you do. That is what I do. I know. Because I've I think seen, you, seen it in action. Because you you have to over-emote because then it gets really caught on the camera. And I just yell. 
and hold up signs. There were no good signs. There really weren't. Although I, I will say, I really did love the visual of all those fucking people in the opening match holding up the Johnny G- a wrestling logo on a piece of paper. Well, yeah, we know how that works. We've, so dumb. We, we've it's been, so dumb. We've been part of that for. Oh yeah. You know, someone hands those out. We know. We know how that works. But yeah, there were no good, there were no real good signs on the camera side, and it, it made me go, "Oh man, we should have gone to these." But there were really fucking good matches, including, "Hey, let's just get it out of the way here." Holy shit, that opening match might have been match of the night. Uh, y- yes, I'm I, I'm debating it, but yes, that it was probably the best match of the night. Like, talk, you know, like, I'm willing to give you that maybe it wasn't the best match of the night, but talk about starting the show with a showstopper. Fuck me. Hey, guess what? Johnny Gargano is really good at wrestling. Guess what else? What? Andrade Cien Almas, also really good at wrestling. What? I can't believe it. Zelina Vega gives him an extra edge. That's pretty cool. Yeah, including that finish. That that finish made me sad. Did you know instantly what was happening? Because I did. Oh, I did too. Some I don't know if some if the the commentary or the crowd knew exactly. The commentary first. did not know until um the the replay and Nigel McGuinness was like, I think that's a DIY shirt. I don't know. Like, dude, it was like, dude, look at the color. It's clearly a DIY shirt. What are you talking about? The ghost of uh, Tommaso Ciampa haunts him forever now. Also, not to skip to this week's NXT, but I guess to skip to this week's NXT because fuck it, it was last week's this Saturday's NXT anyway. Go ahead, intersperse this information. They're now calling uh, Tomas Ciampa since you know Psycho Killer is a little bit too unPG. They're now calling him the Sicilian Psychopath. I don't think that's uh, why they did that. I think they did that one so they could copyright it. Probably. And two, because they couldn't license the Talking Heads song. Either way, I don't know. Point is, I don't know if that's if that's something they're actually doing or if it's just something Morrow said to be funny. But I like it. They should do that. They should keep that. Also, did you see Johnny Wrestling's promo on this week's NXT? I didn't watch this week's NXT. Okay, well, basically he said that uh, he just lost. He was. He didn't blame it on the shirt. He didn't blame it on anything. It's like, yeah, I just lost that match, but I'm a fucking fighter, and I'm gonna come back stronger than ever. I was like, yeah, Johnny Wrestling. And then he yelled about his uh, Rebel Heart. No, that's the song. Can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Fuck, man, his new theme song is so good. And like, I was at first when I first heard it. When, like, they first introduced it, I was like, hey, this song sounds really good. And now hearing it again is, fuck, it's so good. It is. It's really good. And, like, it's it's smart. It's like, they did the thing that they should have done with Roman Reigns of, like, it's kind of the same song. Like, it's got a lot of the same beats as, like, the old, the old uh, DIY theme. Like, the, the, chorus, the choruses for both, like, are the exact same chord progressions. And timing and everything, mm-hmm. but just it's so fucking good. And just the new instrumentation, and, they and just the, like the lyrics, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, they have a singer that sounds like they're from Coheed and Cambria. It's pretty good. 
I like that song a lot. Rebel yeah. Heart is a great song. Hmm? Makes me super hyped for Johnny Gargano to come out. And Andrade won, which was the correct result. Yeah. I... You know what? I I was a bit reticent on that. Like, especially after what we talked about last week, where it's like, I feel like Johnny Gargano really needs a big win. But the way... After watching that match, yeah, no, that was right. Especially because fucking Johnny Wrestling Man, like, he... He didn't need to do anything else to prove, like, that he's fucking great and legitimate and deserves everything. Because just the way he wrestled that match, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, Johnny Wrestling, shock and awe, let his wrestling do the talking for him. Yep. So, uh, I got that one right last week, and you picked Johnny. But you understand. I do. I still wish Johnny won, just because I love the Johnny wrestling. But I'm okay with this. The next match, though, we both got right. I believe. We both picked Sandy. Yes, we did. As uh, Sandy beat the Authors of Pain to uh, win the NXT Tag Team Championship. I was wrong about one thing, though. What? Well, I was wrong. I was right at first, but then I was wrong, because I said it was going to be Alexander Wolfe and Killian Dane. And it was, until it wasn't. Until he was like, psych! Eric Young's like, mind games, I'm in the match. It's like, is that what mind games is? Well, they're sanity. They they don't care. They do. They do weird shit. Alexander Wolf's gonna do his crazy dance, and then all of a sudden be like, hey, Ashley, I'm really fucking good at wrestling. He is really fucking good at wrestling. Check this shit out. I'm gonna do all these uh, suplexes. You can't stop me. It was. This was a really. This, is a, this was a really good match. Like I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. And we almost had uh, the showdown between Nikki Cross and uh, Paul Ellering. It would have been pretty cool. I did say that the the end was going to be by uh, something happening to Paul Ellering, and it almost did. But it, but instead, it was one of the officers of pain going through a table. Yep. Yeah. This match Which, was great. pretty fucking cool! It was, and it made sense, because you gotta take out one, then have it two-on-one, and it's the only way you can beat them. But yeah, Sa- Sandy wins the belts, and my question is, are Eric Young and Alexander Wolf the champions, or are they doing Freebird rules? Oh, I have to imagine it's Freebird rules. Because on the website, it just shows two of them. It does not. It just shows those two? Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm. double-check right now, just to make sure they didn't change it. Because they changed that with uh, the Wyatt family. Because at first it was just Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, then they added Luke Harper later. Let's see. Where that? I think it would make a lot more sense for it to be free Freebird rules. Right now it's just Eric Young and uh, Alexander Wolf. Okay, but they'll they'll probably Freebird it. Yeah, I I have to imagine they're gonna free they're gonna decide to Freebird it, and because you know I still believe that unless John. What? Unless Killian Dane becomes the NXT champion. You know what? If that's how they want to do it, if they want to put the belt on Demo, fucking A. Indeed. I feel like I wish you had a better wrestler have the belt. But considering who we have currently, it's it's an upgrade. Yeah. Oh, John, also, we've, we, we should mention that after Sandy won the... Uh, 
Red Dragon showed up and said, Ashley, you guys are all dead now. Actually, fuck you! Remember when we had those singles matches? Now we're a tag team! Again! Because of course we are! Did they mention them on uh, this week's NXT? Yeah, they did. Did they name them? Yeah, they team? did. Yeah. They called him Red Dragon? They called him Red Dragon. All right, that's that was what I was wondering, if they were going to go by that name or if WWE was going to come up with a new one. Nope, they called him Red Dragon. Perfect. Awesome. I'm into it. That's fantastic. So uh, after that, we had... I guess I'm not that surprised, though. I, I, I'm not in the sense of, like, I'm not surprised they didn't do it as much as I'm not surprised that those two are big enough stars that they could, you know, get the Samoa Joe uh, other indie guy pull and say, no, you're not changing our gimmick, fuck you. Okay, I'm just saying, you know, because of TM61. Oh, no, I'm completely, I'm not, again, I'm not saying it like, you know, it's wrong. I mean, yeah, TM61, fucking Aleister Black. They clearly still do it. It's just, I. my point was, I guess I'm not surprised to hear that those guys have that kind of pull. Okay, I just, like, I understood they were going to get their normal names. I wasn't sure if they would also get the tag name, so that's Nah, they're fucking Red Dragon. Great. I hope they don't change it. Hey, John? What's up? Next was a match that might be match of the night. Oh, really? It was Aleister Black against Hideo Tommy. Yeah, it was a really good match. If you want to see two people kick the shit out of each other, this is the match for you. Yeah, indeed. You like the part where Aleister Black got his nose broken? Fuck yeah. Good. I feel like after that happened, I feel like that's pretty fitting, considering that, like, you know, Atami got his nose broken a whole bunch of times. Actually, a whole bunch of people have gotten their nose broken by the same person. Funny that. What are you talking about? Oni Lurkin. What are you talking about? He also got his nose broken. And everybody's just getting their noses broken. Noses are being broken because wrestling is strong style now. Nothing, I'm complaining. Wear a nose guard. Wear a face mask. I don't know. Protect yourself. Be Kane. Yeah, there you go. Has he ever had his nose broken while wearing a mask? I don't know. Remember when Bray had his nose broken? Remember when Cody had his nose broken? Yes. I I can't believe Bray didn't become dashing Bray Wyatt. I can. Because he became, look at me, I'm a weird butcher serial killer. That's true. Which is even better. Uh, that That's true. Anyway, this match is great, and you should watch these two people legitimately beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, this match was fucking rad. Aleister Black won, because of course he did. I mean, of course. They're not going to end his fucking... They're not going to end his his undefeated streak just yet. Oh yeah, he's exactly. he's Dutch Undertaker. Gotta go for that title. Yeah. Also, uh, we both got that one right, I believe. Oh, of course. There is no fucking way in hell Tommy's going to win that. Like, as much as I love Tommy, as much as I think that he deserves to be in a much better spot than he currently is, there is no way. Hmm. Uh, the next match we split on. I, John, I don't know if you know this. I have a really good track record when it comes to the XT Women's Championship and making predictions. Yes, I'm aware that you predicted everything right on this pay-per-view. Are you done sucking your own dick now? No, that's not true. I Wait. There's just something I must have gotten wrong, right? No, I guess... Alright. 
I didn't. I wasn't gonna say that. I'm just wanted to point out that this is the match only match I cared about being right on, and that's Oscar retaining her championship against Ember Moon, who is not ready for Oscar. I mean, she's ready to injure her, but that's about it. What did you think of this match? I I liked it. I thought it was very good. I I just you know what I'm gonna say, John. What? Ember Moon's best NXT match. Yeah, definitely. Without doubt. 100%. So I'm going to give her credit. She did real good in this match. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I liked her facial expressions and for the storytelling of the match because she could not beat Asuka. But my question I guess is, I just don't understand. I continue to not understand what they're doing with Asuka. I have a question before that, though, John. What? How do you feel about Oscar uh, kicking out of the eclipse? I dislike that. Isn't she the first person to do that? Yeah. Yep. I. But she's Oscar. No one's ready. She's had the belt for over five hundred days. Uh, what? What's wrong with Oscar? I feel like, and this is my same, the same problem that, you know, not to skip ahead, but this is the same problem I had with the, uh, equally fucking awesome, uh, Fatal 4-Way match from the SummerSlam. I feel like they're booking this around the idea of Asuka is unfucking stoppable no one can beat her, no one can do anything to her, she's SNK boss syndrome. But where do you go from there? Like, they're literally writing themselves into a corner where, like, nobody can believably beat Asuka. Yeah, yet. Well, when's it going to happen? Because it doesn't seem like it ever will. It's, it's going to be a while, John. She's got this belt for maybe another year. Aren't, aren't you excited? Sure. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't know, because, like, I like Asuka a lot. I think she's awesome. But, like, they really can't figure out a single other fucking thing to do with her than just keep her in NXT. And I again, like, I know this goes back to the news story that we talked about a little bit ago of Triple H really wants to keep her there. And I understand why, because fucking probably get murdered by Vince. Mm -hmm. But at a point, they've just completely stopped caring about t sto telling stories is with Asuka. I don't know. Don't you remember her uh, her match with uh, Nikki Cross on NXT where they went off that ladder? Yeah. That was a pretty good story. And it was also a really good match. Was that a story or was it just, here's a cool spot? Yeah, here, it was Nikki Cross is unhinged and she might be the person to beat Asuka because she's just so unorthodox. And also this type of match is right up her alley. Ugh. I thought it didn't the, really sell it. it didn't really sell it to me and <clears throat> also again that goes back to my other problem with this oh okay so we've just completely fucking abandoned the entire heel turn that you did for Asuka all those months ago we're just gonna fucking pretend that didn't happen I guess now I don't know did you not see the part where she tried to use grab the tights did you not see the part where it didn't fucking matter because Ember Moon won? Ember Moon tapped out cleanly anyway, so well, yeah. what the fuck but was even the point? She's still heelish. She's just so damn good that she didn't need it. 
I don't think that they're doing a strong enough job of making that case with her. I honestly believe that they're like, I, I get where you're coming from in theory. Like, yeah, that's like, that should be an ideal. Fuck man. That's what they did with Ric Flair for millions of years. He doesn't need to cheat. He's super fucking talented and capable. He just does it. Cause he's a dick. Like there's something fine about that. It's just, they're not telling that story with Oscar. The story they're telling with Oscar is, She's amazing, and nobody can beat her, and the end. It'll make it even bigger when someone does beat her, though. But, again, who's that going to be? We're just not When's there yet. that going to be? We're not there yet. It's not going to be for a while, so just buckle up. See what they do with her on the television, if they can build up to be a heel. I just don't think they will. I think, I think they've just fucking given up and moved on. And we're like, well, we're not going to move her up anytime soon. We'll have to see. I'm, I have faith in NXT. I have faith. Including what happened in the main event, if you want to talk about that. All right, let's, let's move on to it. <clears throat> Where uh, Drew McIntyre won the NXT championship from the glorious Bobby Roode. He sure did. It was glorious how Bobby Roode reused his entrance from... I was very angry about that. Yeah, that was... Oof. Like, you reuse the fucking iPhone game entrance, really? Yeah, that was... For goddamn, like, NXT's WrestleMania. And that's something I wanted to talk about, by the way, was I thought that the production and how they put together that show and everything about it, like... They really made the case of, like, this is our WrestleMania, this is how important it is. Like, having the bands playing, like, the fucking super cool entrances that, like, let's say, Drew McIntyre got. Oh, with the, the bagpipes? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, like, they got, like, the fucking NYPD bagpipe people to do, to, like, fucking walk him into the ring like he's goddamn Roddy Piper. That's pretty fucking sick, even if I don't like him. Yeah. You know what the, the crowd did like, though? What's that? Chain 3 and B at them. They did like that. They also did that at SummerSlam. They they did do that, and I was very happy about that. Good crowd. Good crowd all four nights. Good crowd. Crowd knows what they want. Yeah. Agreed. This match was fine. It was fine. It wasn't special. I don't even remember any details from it. Me neither. I mean, it's... I, I remember, you know... There, there was a lot of kicking out of finishers. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a WrestleMania. Of course, there's finishers being kicked out. But uh, the, the point is that uh, Drew McIntyre hit the, uh, the Claymore and got the win. He had to hit three Claymores, though. Yeah, because WrestleMania rules. I'm just more more mean, like... How many fucking finishers, like, do you need to fucking hit on this dude? Like, in a way that kind of suggests you don't have any other moves. Yeah, weird, huh? It's like he doesn't have any other moves. Oh, so that's why you don't like Drew McIntyre. Maybe. Maybe there's a lot of reasons. I just don't think he's interesting. I mean, that kind of gets to the heart of the issue of how he's not interesting, though. I know, but I'm talking about as a character, either. I mean, his character is, hey, I'm Cassius Ono. 
No, no, that's Cashizono has that one. His- but I mean the same. But they're doing the same archetype of, hey, I was in this company before and it didn't work out for me. But I'm back and I'm humble and it's gonna be great. Yeah, I guess that works. But you know what, John? Yeah, he's he's Scottish. Fucking what's his name? Cashizono. Cashizono. See, I'm already so upset about this that I'm forgetting Chris Hero's new power name, power word. John? What? No, none of this matters. Because after he won the belt, Adam Cole showed up. Well, first, who showed up? No, he showed up first. No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure he hit him first, and then... No, he didn't. He hit him first, but Red Dragon were the first to come out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because that was my thought of, like, wait a minute, but you guys just challenged Sanity. Are you heels? Is Sanity the face? Yeah, Sanity are faces, by the way. I don't know about that. I don't know. that The way they beat the... It's a, it's a, it's weird. They make yeah. their pseudo faces. They're tweeners. But yeah, you're right. Red Dragon showed up on the ring apron first, and then Adam Cole showed then, up. Yeah, Adam Cole fucking darts out of the crowd like, sup fuckers! And then you got to hear the commentary yell, Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> that's, that's what he does. Have, have you ever He heard really him? just stole that from Heath, didn't he? No. Have you not heard his his Bullet Club theme? I have, but the baby, I'm just saying, I feel like he stole that from Heath Slater. I think he he took it from Heath Slater and perfected it. Fair enough. Because he just keeps yelling, Adam Cole, baby, and his theme over and over, which they better, they better do in NXT. Fair enough. They better just have him keep yelling, Adam Cole, baby. But yeah... They for, they beat the crap out of Drew McIntyre and formed a uh, weird Ring of Honor stable. Remember us from another place? You know who I we mean, are. I mean, that's all of NXT now, but we're also that. John, they said we... What they were saying was, you know who we are, but you don't know why we're here. I'm pretty sure I know why you're here. Yeah. Well, shut up. Who's the fourth man? The fourth man is... Cashizono. Oh no. And he'll ruin everything. You see, what's going to happen though. Actually, no, is you, know, you know who the fourth man is? Roddy Rod Strong? Oh, even better. No. Dalton Castle. No. No, they'll ruin him. They haven't ruined Adam Cole yet, or Red Dragon. True, but. Dalton Castle is exactly the kind of gimmick that I feel like if they try to put on the main roster, hey John, how about they Vince don't, will make it die. How about they don't put him on the main roster? Again, something I would be okay with. There you go. But yeah, this NXT TakeOver was really good. and the- yeah, It was great. I wish we went. I, reg- it I, I have all the regret now. Ah. Come don't on. live your life with regrets, Owen. Come on. We could have seen that Gargano match. We could have, and it would have been really fun to see that Gargano match, but alas, we got to see it on the television. It's not the same. You know this. I know, but By the way, I, I like on Wikipedia, they already have in the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn chronology four set up, because they know number four is coming. 
Well, yeah, of course. They confirmed that. We we said that last week. Yep. We should we should go to that. Oh, without a doubt. Now that I'm potentially going to have fucking money again sometime soon. Yeah, maybe you can go to the Rumble. Not to jinx myself, but it shit, may- now I can afford to go to wrestling shows that I can't afford to go to. And if you can't go to the Rumble, you can at least go to NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Struggle is once again going to be real. Hey, John. What's up, Owen? The, the following night, a 10-hour show happened. Yeah, and it was uh, officially, based on our robot math, uh, two thumbs in the middle. Yeah. First time that's ever happened. Uh, for people who missed out tuning in live, uh, we had uh, Patreon subscriber Oscar on to defend that show, and he really oh, liked that Oh, really? Show. He really liked the show, and you know what I found out? What? He actually hates wrestling. That's what? why. That's why he likes it so much, because he, uh, he clearly hates wrestling. Oh. He loves sports entertainment, though. Hmm. Because he said that he loved the, the Shark Cage match, and he's a and he also, he loved the WWE Championship match. That's just... N- no. I, I I'm not, can't. I'm not, I'm not going to explain why. That's exclusive for people who tune in live. So for people who tune in live, you get these weird conversations exclusively for you. John? Oscar, I love you. With all due respect, I no longer want your money. Get the fuck out of my sight. No, please, God. He's like... He's really top... He's top guy. Just kidding. I love you. Oh, love you, Oscar. Hearts. SummerSlam was fucking long. John? The only thing that I, I can say, I you want to know what my favorite part about SummerSlam was? In, in complete honesty, it was the the KFC ad. No. No. Something even better that you're forgetting. Uh, the. I don't want to ruin it, so I'm just let you say it. No overrun. It ended at 11. Oh, okay. That's not what I was going to say. Actually, it ended a little after 11. It was basically 11. Well, it's the same way it was 11 for last year. Yeah, the pin, yeah, the pin happened at 11. Uh-huh. They had a little bit more go on, but Brock Lesnar got the pin at 11. Spoilers. Yes. I mean, people should know the results. Well, I meant spoilers as in not to talk about it before we talk about that match. Okay, but uh, John, can we first talk about uh, the Barclays Center? Yeah. Hey, John. Yes, yeah, I, so. I think the Barclays Center is really cool. Aside say- from their uh, whole beach ball thing. It's a cool venue. I think it's maybe one of my favorite uh, arenas not in Philadelphia. Wow. I, I haven't been too many. I mean, Madison Square Garden is above it, obviously. Yeah, the garden, the garden is still nicer, especially after they uh, they redid it a yes. couple years ago. Yes, New Garden's fucking nice. Yeah, I mean it's the world's most famous arena, but the Barclays Center. We've we we we've been there the last two years. Yeah. What the fuck happened this year? If you're wondering what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the door's not opening until 5 o'clock. So, you know how they have those long lines outside the Barclays Center to let you in and, like, you know, they're fucking, like, corralling people in, like, that big morass out there before you go in? Yeah. 
I I did not see it because you know I wasn't in the neighborhood at the time. But from what I heard, and like you know, I saw the way that they had set it up before SummerSlam, and it was like, okay, wow, you just made that space like fucking gigantic. It's almost going all the way back to the fucking Atlantic Terminal Station here, like like crossing the street. No, not crossing the street, but like you know where they have like you know the 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 big entrance of the subway, like yeah. right outside the entrance. It's basically going to like. Five feet in front of there. What? Yeah. The big fucking morass of people that they shoved in there, and from what I understand, like, it, getting in was a fucking nightmare. Like, did they not have any other entrances open? Nope. Like, what? What, what were they thinking? Uh, they, they, I'm going they, to go with they weren't. They've done this before. They did it the night before. What are they doing? Also, why the doors open at five? That's, that's a really good question. Why did the doors open at five? When the show started at five, that's really dumb. Like the first match was at five thirty. There was no way anyone was gonna get in there in time. Yeah, and even for people that got there in time, like, so many people are going to be getting concessions and doing other things. Yeah, getting, you know, memorabilia. And yeah, going to the merch table. Or having to go up an escalator. Like, like, what the hell? So, the reason I bring that up, John. Opening match. Six-man tag. The Miss and the Miss. You mean Rock. the empty arena match? The empty arena match. Between the Miz and the Miztourage against uh, Jason Jordan and the Hardy Boys. Did you see this? Yes. I wish I hadn't. Please please go into detail about it. There was no one in the crowd. Miz got heat by yelling at one dude. To be fair, he was playing to his audience. Look. I'm not saying that to disparage the Miz. Nobody is going to... Nobody let alone me, is going to say anything but the Miz is at the top of his game and he is an expert of his craft and knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. With all that said, this is just depressing. And the Miz deserved goddamn better than this. And they made up for it on Monday by giving him better. So that's good. Yeah. Because this wasn't good. No, it wasn't. And, you know, granted... Like, I will once again freely admit that there are a bunch of things in this match that do not speak to me, and it was going to be hard for me to care anyway. Still don't care about the Hardys. Still really dislike Jason Jordan. But still. But still, this was the Intercontinental Champion on the first match in an empty arena. This was just a clusterfuck. There's no excuse for this. Nope. Also, the Miz and the Mistrage one. Yes. Who cares? Because, again, they're fucking great. Hey, John? Yes, Owen? Remember uh, last Monday where uh, Akira Tozawa won the uh, Cruiserweight Championship? Yeah, that was a really exciting thing, and I, I thought it was going to be mean big changes for the cruiserweight division. You want to say that? 
What? Ha. 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 No. Because that's not laughing at anyone thinking they're going to do something interesting with the cruiserweights. Because Neville won his belt back cleanly. Yep. Clean. What was the point? No point. There's no point. Cruiserweight division sucks. Move on. Done. To the second best match of the night. And the best. That Usos tag match, that Usos New Day tag match was real good. It's the best kickoff match they've ever done. In WWE. It is definitely a match that I watched and thought, this should be the fucking opening match of the show. What are you idiots doing? I get why you did it, so Cena can take can take the night off early, but still. Yeah, but uh, this was really, really good. And they, there are actual people in the arena about then. And, John, and they were way into it! Yeah. And excluding the match previously, this started a trend on this show. Because uh, the Usos won the Tag Team Championship. Whoa! Can I just point out that the part where everyone was diving out of the ring was super fucking scary? Yep. What? Why? Especially Big E. Stop. No. Big E, you need to stop doing that spear. Just, you need to stop. It's terrifying. You're gonna land on your goddamn head one day. He did once. Remember? I blocked it out, frankly. He did. It was super scary. Stop doing it. But Usos, keep doing what you're doing, because you guys are great. They they won the belts. I can get behind Four that. Four-time champions. Huzzah! And they deserve it. They do. They had a really fucking excellent match, and they keep having excellent matches, and... As I said in the review that you can read over ProWrestling.Cool, it's a website. How fucking crazy is it that we're living in a universe where, like, the Usos are, like, fucking these crazy veteran workers that are putting on, like, the best fucking matches of their career with the New Day? Remember when we hated those teams? I didn't hate the, I didn't hate the New Day. You did. I like the New Day. I did oh, not like the Usos. hell no. Hell no. What? There was... I will not I said, let you... I said I was bored of their of their gimmick, but their matches continue to be great. The Usos, I said, were just boring. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you try and defend the original New Day run as if you didn't hate them. What? As if you weren't in that crowd chanting New Day sucks. Oh, way back then? Yeah. I'm talking about when they won the, when they did that title reign forever. Well, no one's that. talking about that. I'm talking about how crazy is it that these are two oh, teams that we used to think were fucking terrible, and now they're both unequivocally like the best things going in this goddamn okay. company. I didn't know how far back you were going. Yes. I mean, shit. We don't even have to go that far back for some of them. I used to think like fucking. Two weeks ago that Xavier Woods wasn't all that great. Wow, this guy. This guy over here, jeez. I mean, in fairness, 
Money in the Bank was like two weeks ago, right? What? No. Money in the Bank was before Battleground. What's wrong with you? You're missing my joke of Shut wrestling up. keeps happening all the fucking time, Shut but it up, all John. blends together. Nothing matters. Nothing Shut is up. true. Everything is permitted. Shut up. You're confusing me. Time. Stop messing with my time in my head. Never run away from the time police. Um, I cannot escape? You'll not survive. Oh, no. It's been a while. Anyway. Anyway, Usos. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys rock. Also, now, just now, we're starting to talk about the main card. Let me tell you something, John. There's ten more matches. I'm we, we fully need, fucking aware of this. We need to move. We need to get moving on these. Or else we'll be here forever. So let's quickly talk about John Cena being Baron Corbin. I didn't hate it. I did. I know you did. Because Baron Corbin gained absolutely nothing from it because he looked like garbage. Oh, he sure did. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, this is fucking terrible for Baron Corbin. And what the fuck are they doing with him aside from punishing him? But at the same time, I also don't like Baron Corbin. So watching John Cena kick the shit out of him and have, like, the most John Cena match ever? Yeah, allow it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the future of SmackDown and... I was hoping he was going to be part of it, but nope, guess not. Oh, well. I mean, he's still part of it. It's just the way that he's in parts of it is terrible. You should go over the Raw. No, you can keep him. <sighs> uh, how about uh, Natalia being Naomi? for this? I thought this match was pretty good. I really liked it, too. I know that you really liked it. I was less impressed by Naomi. I understand her limitations, and I think she did a good job hiding them uh, around uh, Natalia's uh, technicality. I'm gonna say I don't think so. I think that she, I think she was just like shockingly sloppy in a way that I did not expect from her. I, I expect that. So I think she did better than I than I gave her credit for. So I feel like. Uh, here's the way that I will put it, is how I kind of put it in the review, is like, I feel like I've been giving her a lot more credit, and I feel like I've been being like, no, you're being unfair, she's really great, she's really great, it's fine. I feel like she made me look like an idiot. Yes. Be like, oh, I could, oh. Okay. I could have told you this. That's why for a Naomi match, by my standards, this was pretty good. Like, I was totally willing to say, like, whatever, man, it's just Lana. It's just, like, you know, she hasn't been really given the tools to do a lot, you know, being on a lot of multi-women matches. But now I'm just starting to think, wait, maybe Naomi just isn't that great. Like, she's really athletic and, like, she's got a good mind for the business, but Uh she just doesn't have the technical skill. Yep, you you nailed it. But you know what she does have? She has that really fucking cool jacket. She has that really fucking cool jacket. She has that really cool entrance. She has a lot of really cool, like... She's super athletic, and she can do cool stuff. It's just, like, if she didn't, like, constantly, seemingly have no confidence in her speed and her ability to, like, deliver those hits or, you know, not deliver those hits, Mm -hmm. maybe things would be different. That's fair. Also, no cash-in. It's true. No even tease of it. So that was interesting. I mean, why would a heel cash-in on a heel? We'll talk about that uh, when we talk about SmackDown. Because that was weird. Okay. You know what we're not going to talk about? What's that? We're not going to talk about Big Cass being the big show. 
Unless you know what else we're not going to talk about? Yeah. Randy Orton beating Rusev in nine seconds. Excuse me, ten seconds. <sighs> yeah, well, that build was real great. Real, real glad they did that. Would you like to know why this happened? Sure. I mean, I don't because I'm sure it's just going to make me angry. But the go ahead. Show was running along. Surprise, surprise. So they decided to cut this match, except not really cut it. Just cut it to 10 seconds. So they just said, oh, instead of cutting this match, we'll just have this match in such a way that makes Rusev look fucking awful. Yep, sure did. And like, I get that their whole thing is like, oh, it's the RKO. It comes out of nowhere. Come the fuck on. Rusev, Rusev, according to WWE, he sucks. Randy Orson, Orson, Orson Wells. I was, I was trying to call him Randy Orsev, if you must know. Randy Orson Wells, let's go. Randy Orsev actually would be a much better wrestler, I think. I the mean, Bulgarian snake. I mean, they could do what Zara and Sheamus do and do the fusion dance. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Anyway, um, the Bulgarian yeah. Viper. I get that their whole thing is like, oh, the RKO comes out of nowhere. Like, he hits one on you and you're done. But, like, fucking come on. In- instead of telling that story, they just had fucking Randy Orton get the shit kicked out of him for fucking ever. And then, whoops, I'm magically fine. Now you're dead. Yeah, that sucked. The bell rang and gave him his powers back. Like, it was the most fucking super scene of bullshit ever. Yeah, that sounds about right. Hey, John, for not talking about that match, for sure talking about it a lot. I'm done. We should talk about uh, Sasha Banks winning the Raw Women's Championship from Alexa Bliss. I like her peacock thing. I didn't. I thought it was weird. But also, I'm not good at fashion, so what do I know? Gonna get arrested. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not gonna get arrested. I'm gonna get a ticket. Yeah, this match was fine. Yeah, this match was good. I enjoyed this match. I, Sasha almost killed herself a couple times. That was cool. Yeah, you know. It's Brooklyn. Sasha has a tendency to do that there. Yeah, wish she wouldn't. But, uh, yeah, she sure be Alexa Bliss. And made she me did. Sad. And it made me sad because I like Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is good. She's, I wish she was a little better in the ring. But I love her character. Oh yeah, her character is fucking fantastic, without a doubt. Did you see the uh, the the gif and the caption I put in about last night for Raw? Yes. That's I stand by that. That those are my thoughts. Okay. People should should go to the website and check it out. Okay, John. The Demon Finn Balor defeated Bray Wyatt. Of course he did. That was never in question. It was never a matter of, is the demon going to beat Bray Wyatt? It was just a matter of, how long are they going to try and pretend that Bray Wyatt is a credible threat? The answer is over ten minutes. The answer is too long. This match was over ten minutes long, John. It sure was. Why? Why Why did the demon even show up? Why did he need the demon? The demon's cool. The demon is cool. You know what else is cool? I mean, look, they the demons showed up so that Finn Balor could do his cool fucking entrance on their second biggest show. 
But what and I'm not Ray totally White... opposed to it. What if Bray Wyatt won the match, though? Then the demon would be meaningless and awful. Yeah, it kind of is meaningless. I- I'm waiting for him to have Demon versus Elias match now. Wow. And Elias having a golden fiddle. Wow. Come on, you you know they would do that. Have have him have the fiddle. Come on. And he'd have to do it in Atlanta, obviously. Please hold your applause until the end. I I don't care, John. I'm just telling you, WWE is listening. That's what's going to happen. I hate you. I hate you for suggesting that. Do, do, do you hate it because you know it's going to happen? Yeah, basically. You dick. Sorry. Yeah, this match is whatever, which is bad for a demon match, but okay. I mean, it's... Yeah, the problem is, again, it's not like is whatever because, oh, the demon is boring and the demon is terrible. The match was whatever because Bray Wyatt fucking sucks. That's what, I, that's mostly why I'm saying why is the demon here because it's, it's wasted on Bray. If he I mean, would have fought Samoa Joe again, maybe that would have been good. It's not wasted when WWE continues to try and pretend that, the, that Bray Wyatt actually means something. They should stop that. Yeah, that's the bigger issue, is they need to stop pretending that Bray Wyatt means something. He doesn't. Get him a stable again. It's the only time he's good. He only does one thing, and that's talk a big game, talk about how fucking amazing he is, and how, like, look at my cool powers and crazy skills, all this shit, and then he loses and it doesn't matter. Like, the thing, it's like I said in the review, like... Nothing better sums up Bray Wyatt than him trying to do the spider walk at Finn and Finn just completely no selling it and Bray being like, what? Like, that's all he fucking is, is parlor tricks, useless fucking parlor tricks that if every single other wrestler was just like, no, this is just a video screen. I know you're not a demon man. If they all did that, he'd just fucking lose to our truth. Yeah, I want that. Let's make that happen. They kind of should, honestly. Yep. Hey, John? What's that? How about uh, two-thirds of the S.H.I.E.L.D., Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defeating Cesaro and Sheamus for the t- their all tanking titles, and Cesaro defeating that beach ball? On one hand, I'm disappointed that Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar, are no longer the champions. Do you understand why? Yeah, because Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose need no. something to do. No, that's not why. Why? It's because Sheamus is going to go do a movie. Oh, really? Yep. That's why. Oh. They, that's why they lost the belts. Oh. Just, just wanted to let you know. And also because Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins need something to do. Yeah, I mean that's what I figured. It, the the real answer was is those two guys. They haven't been having a good year. You know what people like. They like the shield. They do. Let's do the shield without the part that sucks. Well, the part that sucks now. That is. And it, I mean, the, in yeah. fairness, even when they were the shield, he was always kind of the part that sucks. He was the part that was like, yeah, it's fine. He's part of the package. Yeah. Kind it's of like, like you can you can tell that he's clearly not as good as these other two, but hey, that finisher is pretty great, so mm-hmm. 
And then he just keeps doing it now, endlessly. Forever. Doesn't matter that Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins win the Raw Tag Belts. We have- and it was a really good match. It was. The, this weekend... I'd say it was almost as good as the other one. Yes, I, I was going to say this weekend, all the uh, tag team matches really brought it. They did. So. Tag team wrestling in WWE is somehow back in full force. Hell yeah. Can't wait for them to fuck this up next month. Get hype. Stay hype. See what wait. I, see what I did there? Yeah, I did, but yeah. I just realized, wait a minute. Wait, is the Dusty Rose Classic happening this year? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Because shouldn't that be, like, next month? Probably the next taping. They'll start it. I would assume. So I, I, re- I thought I remember it being a September thing. Yeah. They, they'll, they'll ha- well, they're probably going to have it lead up to NXT TakeOver, uh, the one in it's for Survivor Series, so they have time. Mm. That's in November. I can see him doing it. Yeah, okay, late I, September I can see that. Actually, October. wait. Now that I think about it, wait. Didn't they decide? Uh, didn't they crown the winner at Takeover? Uh, what call it? Toronto. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. That, w- that was November. Series. Never mind. There Never mind. Go. My mistake. There you go. Hey, John. What's up, Owen? Five championships just changed hands. They sure did. And commentary brought it up. I went, oh boy, they sure aren't going to do it this time then. And I was right, because AJ Styles retained his title against Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee. I didn't really like this match. I enjoyed it. Surprise, surprise. I, I, for one, it bothered me, the whole, like... Shane McMahon constantly getting involved in the stuff and then, like, taking all these fucking ref bumps. It's like, motherfucker, you throw yourself off of, like, the tallest fucking things. You should be dead. Kevin Owens brought that up. Like, this fucking ref bump is enough to kill you? Did you not see, uh, the opening of SmackDown? Where Kevin Owens straight calls him out on that? I didn't, but that's really good that he did that. He's like, what? Come on, man. You, You jumped off hell in a cell. One kick the head and you're out? Are you kidding me? It's really, see, Kevin Owens gets it, so that's what makes this really... Kevin Owens sees through the Matrix, and that's why he's the best character. I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, not to skip ahead here, but just to skip ahead a little bit, that segment that he had with Sami Zayn on SmackDown was fucking wonderful. Both segments he had with Sami Sorry, right. I, I combined the two in my head. That's fine. But you're right. It, w- it was two segments. John, Shane McMahon, let me tell you what happened in this match. Shane McMahon took a bunch of bumps, sweated a whole lot. Oh, I'm Shane. Look at my flop sweat. Oh. He sweated more than either competitor. Oh, here comes the money. Also, he kind of screwed Kevin Owens. He sure did. He counted at three. Even though the foot was on the rope and then saw the foot and called it off. Motherfucker, you count three. You ring that bell. He, yeah. You ring that bell. I mean, in fairness, it's happened before. It's a jump ahead. It's happened in NXT, even. I'm just saying, to jump ahead, John, Kevin Owens also called him out on that. Good. That was, that's, that's the whole reason the main event happened on SmackDown. Was he's like, 
Like, bitch, you counted three. Look at your hand go down. What the hell are you doing? You ring the bell. Great. It's real good. I enjoyed that. I liked uh, him accidentally causing AJ Styles to win the match. Though not totally directly. It gave, gave AJ Styles enough to show, yo, I can win this match. Yeah. And he retained the belt, which is what I was hoping for. Because I want to see AJ Styles fight a bunch of cool people for that title. I'm going to say it again. I don't understand how you have two of the best wrestlers in the company, if not the world, and none of their matches have been that great. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not saying that, like, there weren't parts of it I didn't really enjoy. I'm just saying, like, none of these, like, these should all be fucking five-star matches, and none of them have been. That's really weird to me. I, I know why they aren't. Why? Because they're saving it for when they're fighting for the WWE Championship at a major pay-per-view, like, I don't know, WrestleMania? That's not going to happen. Well, they're saving it for in case that does happen. I'm saying it's U.S. title. They're not giving their 110%. You know who else doesn't give their 110%? Mm, nope. Jinder Mahal. The problem is that I think he does, actually. Then he just it's sucks. just that it, yeah, it's just that his hundred and ten percent is still I'm a fucking jobber and I wrestle like a fucking jobber and they put the top title in the fucking company on me. Whoops. Yeah, how about this? How about Shinsuke Nakamura did not give his hundred ten percent because he knows this match was gonna be garbage? That I will agree with. Yeah, gender beat Shinsuke Nakamura because of Singh Brothers. How many times are we going to do this goddamn story? Forever, until India stops caring. Until India stops caring. Alright then. I guess that answers that question. Mm -hmm. So hopefully before WrestleMania. And now we're going to talk about the main event, John, which was my favorite match of the night. Oh yeah, by far. It's big ol' monster mash. Brock Lesnar... Fighting Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe in a fail four-way. I've heard rumors that it was a graveyard smash. It was. Can't confirm. But uh, let me tell you something, John. Braun Strowman is the fucking best. He's really good. He, I like the Bing Bong a whole hell of a lot. He murdered the shit out of Brock Lesnar by killing him with all three announce tables. It's like, why don't I just put you through a table? Why don't I just put you through another table? Why don't I just take the third table and then throw it on top of you? Also, why don't I throw this chair at everyone else? Because fuck them. Which is my favorite thing that Braun does. He takes those big old office chairs and throws them at people. Man, remember when he did that to Roman a couple weeks ago when it was the fucking best? And he did it again. It's still the fucking best! Yeah, it's great. It's great. Oh, I love it. Braun Strowman's the best. You should be the champion. Instead, the, the the Brock Lesnar, he pinned the Roman Reigns. Which, hey, as far as an ending that was going to send the crowd home happy, that's a crowd-pleasing ending. Fuck Roman Reigns. Yeah. At the same time, though, I feel like, similarly to what I was saying about Asuka, they have no fucking direction or story with Brock Lesnar. It's just, this is the guy who is strong in the ultimate and no one can beat him. The end! Well, until next pay-per-view. 
I don't know that I believe that. We'll see. If this is I, any indication. I'm not saying that as if I don't want to believe. Because, yeah. let's just skip to that spoiler, the main event of No Mercy is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, fuck yes! Which I wrote in the review, I said, coming out of this match, that's the match I want, and now I'm getting it. I'm excited for a Raw pay-per-view main event. Can't believe it. What a world we live in. I, I don't know. 2017's a weird time, man. But yeah, this is the third year in a row that... Uh, and then a SummerSlam in Brooklyn ended with a uh, kind of okay ending with Brock Lesnar. I don't know about that. I'd say it was a lot better than the, those other two endings. That's fair. I'm just I'm I'm just comparing it, saying that Lesnar was involved once again. Yes, always. At least this one seemed fair or and understandable, unlike the previous ones of. Of what a bullshit ending, and oh god, please stop killing him. He's already dead. Yep. So I was SummerSlam. Thumbs in the middle. Scientifically speaking. We we science the shit out of it. You can check out the review over at ProWrestling.cool. Hey, John? Yes, Owen. Let's quickly talk about Monday Night Raw. Raw sucked. Yes, I ruined about last night about it. I can't confirm. Anything? Brock Lesnar got fucked up by Braun Strowman. Yeah. That was the best part of the show. Turn it off there. You did not. I didn't. You saw The Miz. Right, right, right. That's the other, the other good part of the show, was The Miz... Once again, reminded us why him on Talking Smack was the best thing ever by cutting the most brutal fucking promo on John Cena and Roman Reigns and WWE and the crowd and literally everyone. Hey, John. So, uh, Freed and John Cena's on Raw now, by the way, which. Yeah, by uh, the way. Obviously, I, I, I already known this was going to happen. But, uh, he's like, I was shocked. They want ratings. I'm only here for one person. And I texted you and I said, The Miz? And I was kind of right. And it was Roman. I was like, oh, right, him. And then The Miz was like, fuck you, it should be me! Yeah, The Miz saw like, my text. Yeah. The Miz saw my text and was like, yeah, he's right. Fuck these guys. And the crowd's like, yeah, fuck these guys. Because everyone's like, oh, there's going to be double mixed reaction because the crowd doesn't know who to cheer for. It's like, actually, no, they just want to boo both of them. No, the crowd knows exactly who to cheer for. The Miz. Did you guys not pay attention to what happened at WrestleMania? Where The Miz became a folk hero for trying to fucking stop John Cena from being able to to propose to Nikki? Apparently not, because that same crowd was here in Brooklyn. And they had the similar reaction. Yep. It was good. Really, Isn't I- it great when nobody learns anything because we can just quickly brush it off as Bizarro World? I thought there's only Canada. It's any crowd that WWE doesn't like. You Here's, know this. Well, I mean, they don't. They just don't use the branding. They just change it to they're having. They sometimes fun. do. No, they just say they're having fun. Hey, man! The first time I ever heard them say Bizarro World was in reference to the Raw After Mania crowd 
from uh, 29. Really? I thought, yeah. I thought they just said, oh, they're having fun. No, they they pointedly called it Bizarro World when people were booing Randy Orton Sheamus. Well, they quickly corrected that. It's now just Canada. Everyone else is just having fun. Anything else in Raw? Do you want to talk about Emma? Did you do anything? Yeah! She got fucking pinned by Nia Jackson like two minutes again. Cool. Yeah, they had a bunch of Raw Classics this week, and for those who don't know, the Raw Classic is a Raw match that is like two or three minutes long, where the competitors basically don't get any time to, to really prepare or to like get in any really exciting moves, and it ends in a way that nobody ends up looking good or strong. Mm-hmm. Emma spent most of the match fighting against Nia Jax, kicking her, hitting her with all sorts of moves and stuff. Nia Jax hits a Samoa drop. The match is over. Great. Fuck this. Yeah. That's fair. Remember last week, Owen, how Elias wanted to play his song, and then R-Truth came out and interrupted him, and they had and Elias beat the shit out of him? Yeah. Well, this week they had a match, and you want to know what happened? Did Elias just beat the shit out of him? Well, first, Elias came out and tried to play a song. But he did that on the kickoff last night. And then... Our truth came out and interrupted him. Uh huh. In the exact same way that he interrupted him last time. Uh huh. And then Elias beat the shit out of him, and basically that was the match. Great. It was like two minutes. Our awesome. truth got like no offense. I have a question, John. Yeah. Why are we talking about this terrible shit? You asked. No, you could have just said, no, I don't want to talk about it. Because the people need to know that Raw is shit, and anyone that watches it is a bad person who's going to hell, myself included. Myself this week, too, because I, I wrote that article. I don't, I don't want to do that. It's bad. I understand. Are you done talking about the, the Monday Night Raw? Yeah, it's terrible. Guess what? What? SmackDown's really fucking good. SmackDown's pretty good. Really good. Let's it, talk about the most important thing. Yes, AJ Styles did the U.S. Open Challenge. Most important thing. Then Kevin Owens showed up and saw through the Matrix and said, all this is bullshit, fuck everything. So he gets a match later in the night where he picks the referee. And as we talked about before, he tries to pick Sami Zayn, and right. there's that and little Sami sweet little like, moment of him. Sami Zayn's like, yeah, I saw your DVD, you've... We've gone a long time way. Maybe I'll be the referee. And then, less than it's an like, hour later... Actually, I thought about it, and no, you're just gonna probably beat the shit out of me. Less than an hour later, it's like, actually, yeah, I've... I've remembered the last couple years of us together, and fuck you. <laughs> then Mary Corbin did it, said, I'll do it, because I've got nothing left to do, because I fucking suck. Well, that's not entirely what he said. Kinda. It's kinda what he said. What he said was he'll do it for a shot at the U.S. Championship. Because he is never getting a WWE title shot now that he doesn't have a briefcase. 
the the story I hear is that like apparently you know for as much as they are punishing him, Vince still is pretty high on him. Vince is pretty high. Well, true. Yep. I guess I can't argue that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then the main event was, which we'll just talk about now, was Baron Corbin as the referee for Styles versus Owens again. Are you excited to see this match again? No, I'm not. I I I kind of was because this was gonna be the last time because of course Styles was gonna win. But the way they did it was pretty good. Baron Corbin going, actually, yeah, fuck AJ Styles. I'm going to count, do fast counts. And, uh, Jane McMahon came out and said, actually, no, you shouldn't be doing that. It's bad. You're a bad person. And then, while he's arguing to him, because Jane McMahon is an idiot and distracted the referee, Kevin Owens hit a low blow. Corbin tried to count the pin, and Shane pulled him out. Now, I must ask you, John... Is Shane at fault for this because he distracted the referee? Yes. 100% he is. And then he pulls the referee out in the match, which should have been a disqualification. Yeah. But this is was. 100% on Shane, but Shane will not be punished because he is the the fucking GM. Well, he's going to get punished because... What, what's going to... Uh, well, okay, yes, he's going to get punished in the, in the form of Kevin Owens is going to beat the dog shit out of him. Hell yeah, he is. But the point is Shane McMahon became the referee and then counted Owens to piss him off and lead to their feud. So yeah. We're going to get that Shane McMahon-Kevin Owens match and I want to see Kevin Owens beat the shit out of Shane and beat him. I want Shane to lose. Huzzah. I mean, didn't AJ Styles beat Shane? True. So it should make sense that Kevin Owens should be able to beat him. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying in, in, like, you know, I don't want it to happen or that it shouldn't happen. It's more as I'm saying, I don't want this match. I do. I just don't want this match. I think Shane's good as being a, uh, you know, a, a crash test dummy to get beat up and also do cool spots off of things. I really I really liked his match with, with AJ Styles, so I'm on board. Let's, let's, let's see it happen. Come on. Come on, John, get on board. Fine, and how about Aiden English? Can you get on board about Aiden English? Sure. He sings? I can get more on board of the debut of Bobby Roode, though. Yeah, the debut of Bobby Roode on SmackDown. Guess he doesn't care about getting his NXT rematch. Oh, fuck that. Who who needs... He'll probably get it on the taping that's happening tomorrow. You really think he's going to show up? I mean, he's got to do his farewell. No, he doesn't. I don't. He could just as easily say, "No, fuck all of you. I'm on the better. I'm at a b- better place that appreciates my skills." Ty Dillinger still. That would up. be a very Bobby Roode thing to do. Remember, Ty Dillinger still showed up. Yeah, day but beat, so. But I mean, I feel like Ty is more of a folk hero. Yeah, but, for but, NXT has more is more meaningful to NXT than say Bobby Roode. But was. Bobby Roode getting his, his rematch and saying, "I'm going to take the title to SmackDown" because you guys don't deserve it would be pretty good. Yeah, that would be pretty good, actually. Yeah, there you go. More likely, though, they just won't even acknowledge that he's on SmackDown now. They will. They, they'll just say that he because he, he forfeited his title shot or something. Because NXT is smart and they actually care. But yeah, Bobby Roode is glorious and he had his spinning thing and he did his DDT and he was a face. 
Eh, sort of. Now, here's the thing. It's kind of confusing because he was... A fa- I think he was a face for this crowd. Yeah, that's, that is entirely what I think, is that there is no way that Bobby Roode was going to debut in front of the fucking Barclay Center crowd, a bunch of people who were probably at NXT on Saturday yep. and would not be seen like, holy fuck, it's him. Like, there's no way that wasn't going to happen. So they had him just, like, the way that I saw it was like, the promo that Bobby Roode cut wasn't exactly a face promo as much as it was one of his typical promos. Like, Bobby Roode's promos always start in the same way. They're like, I'm great, I'm cool, and things are awesome. Fuck all of you. This my they just, last part. Yeah, that basically all they did was they cut his they cut his mic right before the fuck all of you turn. Which I think is a good way of saying He's here, but he still has got heel's tendencies this week. Yeah, and exactly. It's like, you know what he's about. That's probably not going to change, but we know that you're excited to see him debut, so you get a week. And commentary did being... a good job putting it over, saying, oh, the fancy suits, the custom suits are coming and all that. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was really, really well done. I agree. I'm looking forward to him being a top heel. As am I. Not on your show. You you get to come watch my show for him. That's that's fine. You can come see, see you know see my friends. You can see my friend Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger all on the good show. You stole him from me, you fucker! You stole my goddamn son. Well, you stole Kurt Angle's son. You can have him back. No, because I had I made a good trade out of this. You get Jason Jordan. I get Chad Gable, new tag team partner, and Shelton Benjamin. This is true. You did get this. Shelton Benjamin's great. And he's going to debut next week! Yeah, hell yeah, he is. In a tag match with Chad Gable. Did you notice something about this promo, though? No. Did you notice that when Dan Bryan said they were tagging, uh, Shelton Benjamin had a weird look on his face? Like, he's like, actually, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I have a gif of it over in my about last night at ProWrestling.cool. And I theorize what's going to happen is that they're going to form a tag team for now and be on a winning path and get a title shot. And then when Chad Gable loses the match, Chelm Benjamin's going to turn on him and we're going to have a sweet, sweet singles feud. That'd be pretty cool. I was thinking maybe what they do is they just redo the whole Ready, Willing, and Gable thing. Instead of having Jason Jordan be the incredulous black guy, they have Shelton Benjamin be it. I, I think that... I've, I've heard that Shelton Benjamin, when he signed, he didn't want to be a tag team guy. So I think this is... Well, I don't want him to be a tag team guy, so that's cool. Yeah, so hopefully we get that, because I want to see... I want Shelton Benjamin to do cool stuff. Like, fight Chad Gable. I want to see this. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's do it. Um. Sensei Nakamura beat up the Singh brothers in a match. Cool. And then Kinshasa the crap out of a gender, so I'm guessing they're going to still have another match. Great. I'm I'm sure, if anything, you know, based on the last match, I'm sure it's going to be excellent. I hope so. Nakamura. A real five star match. Uh, stop. Did you notice something though? No. That what was I supposed th- to notice? They're promoting 
No Mercy for the, the end of September? Yeah. What about it? They're not promoting anything for SmackDown. SmackDown doesn't have a September pay-per-view. Not right now, but I'm sure they will. No, they're promoting No Mercy. They're just saying that's... An, at SummerSlam, they said the next time we're on pay-per-view is, is No Mercy. There's no SmackDown pay-per-view. God, there's no pay-per-view. What is happening? I don't know. You tell me. There's You're the newsman. There's two pay. There's two pay-per-views in October because SmackDown's getting hell in a cell. Yeah, there's there's no SmackDown pay-per-view next month. That's wait. SmackDown gets hell in a cell this year. Yeah. Because huh. you're getting no mercy. Then what's the Raw pay-per-view for October going to be? Best. I should know this. I'm trying to look this up. It's like the, they're putting the May Classic thing. All right, here we go. No Mercy. Here we go. Hell in a Cell. Damn it. It's, hold on. Let's just... While I'm looking this up, uh, talk to me more about Shinsuke Nakamura and how much you hate him as a wrestler now, apparently. I don't hate Shinsuke Nakamura as a wrestler. I hate what they're making him do, which is fight Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Hopefully. In a never-winning effort. Maybe he'll finally win it one of these days, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. The, they're getting TLC. Raw. What? What? That's the December pay-per-view. No, December pay-per-view is Clash of Champions. What? Yeah? Yo, the schedule this year doesn't make any sense. Well, they're changing it. Clash of Champions is always September. Why did... Like, why would... That's such a weird, arbitrary change, is what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's as if they're giving whatever brand has that pay-per-view, which I'm going to assume is Raw, because I don't think SmackDown's going to get a December pay-per-view, uh, giving them one last chance to set up the titles for uh, WrestleMania. I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. All I'm saying is it's weird. I don't make the schedule. Oh, and make the schedule better. All right, I'll, I'll talk to my man about that. Can I talk to you about how there's only one briefcase now on SmackDown, and it's Carmella's, and she was teaming up with Natalia to face Becky Lynch and Naomi, and weird. You would think that with the champion and the Miss Money in the Bank teaming up, the Miss Money in the Bank would try to screw over the champ. Potentially. That's, that's what happened, and El Ellsworth even called it out before the match because <laughs> he's an idiot good job James yep so the match was that Carmella wouldn't tag in Natalia was getting two on one until eventually she wasn't paying attention and got tagged in and she, <laughs> tried, to, she tried to run away and Natalia's like actually no you get in the ring and take the pinfall because you had the briefcase and that's what happens to people with the briefcase indeed it does I did like the uh the Lana Tamina thing later in the night. That was cool. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure what they're doing with these two, but I'm kind of into it. 
Did you see this segment? No, I didn't. Yeah, apparently that, that they're playing up that there are misfits that uh, no one else in the, the locker room cares about and gossips about and, you know, leaves them on the outside. And so they're going to work together and be pissed off about it and take it out on the division. There are a couple of misfits. There are a couple yeah. of misfits. Mm-hmm. But, Owen, oh, what's the matter with misfits? That's where they fit in. Yeah. They fit in with each other. And that's... And I like the term Lonnie used of the ravishing reign of terror. It's good. I am not just a nitwit. Um, how about Dolph Ziggler? Just keep going. I can make these references no, no, to no. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger all day. Stop. Dolph no. Ziggler. Nope. He's back. No. Did you see this? I didn't. Uh, be- I did see the fucking new Cricket Wireless commercial with Dolph Ziggler that they showed like 8 billion times on Raw this week. Well, good news. He's back on television. I had heard he was going to be repackaged. So guess, did I. Guess what? He's not. He's not. Unless, He's just Dolph. Unless what his promo was about actually comes to fruition. What was his promo about? You know, he was yelling about, oh, to be as, uh, where have I been? You know, to be a star, you have to have, and then he starts listing off what other people have. Like, I should sing. I should have a guitar. I should have a girlfriend that glows in the dark. I should have a spotlight. I should have... You know, you kept listing off all the different, you know, weird gimmicks people have. Spotlight, says, please. And he says, I'm going to have all that next week. So, sure yeah. you are, Dolph. I bet you he just comes out as Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, of course he's going to. And no one's going to care. They'll be like, oh, Dolph Ziggler, you tricked us. What a fiend. Except not really. And they actually go away. They saved the spot for people who should actually be on the show, like Ty Dillinger. Unless Man. that's who he fights. That'd be cool if Ty Dillinger beats Dolph Ziggler. Ty, where are you, baby? Not in the 10, somewhere. In heaven. T- no! <laughs> John, that, that's it for SmackDown. I, I really enjoyed this show. There were some parts of it that were okay. I thought I feel so confident in saying there were some parts that were okay. Yay! Hey, John. Certainly better than Raw. Quick, quickly, uh, there was an episode of NXT tonight that was mostly recaps, yes? Yep, mostly recaps, couple new matches. Tell me about those couple new matches. All right, No Way Jose was all like, yo, I'm going to have a match. Look at me, I'm dancing. Cool. Lars Sullivan immediately murdered him. N- not even a tag partner, just him? No, let's just literally not even a match. Like, no way Jose comes out and is dancing with the crowd. Like, he's got the conga line out, and then literally Lars Sullivan jumps the conga line and fucking kills him. That's great. Love it. And, like, the people in the conga line that they got in are, like, scrambling out of the fucking ring, like, oh, God! That's great. I love it. It was really good. I I really liked it. Lars is awesome. Peyton Royce had a match. Against, uh, I don't remember Sarah, Sarah Dobson's new name. Did Peyton win? Yes. Yeah, Peyton Royce is so good. Was Billy Kay out with her? Yes. Did they hold hands? Yes. Oh, it's the best. I'm so happy. 
John, that that could have been everything, right? Yeah, I, I forgot to write it down here, but there was a a tag match between uh, Pete Dunne and Mountain, the Mountain versus uh, wait, the Mountain from Game. Sorry, of Thrones? not Mountain, uh, Wolfgang. Jesus, I was like, what the Mountain from Game of Thrones debuted? I know he's a wrestling fan, but Jesus. I'm sorry. Look, he kind of looks like the Wolfgang. Kind of looks like the Mountain. Okay. You made me excited. Why did you do this? I'm sorry. Oh. It was, yeah, it was Wolfgang and Pete Dunne versus Mustache Mountain. That's where I got Wolf- confused. When was Wolfgang? They fought a Mustache heel? Mountain. When was Wolfgang a heel? I mean, he is a heel overseas. He is? He is? Oh yeah. Oh, he's totally a heel overseas. I think he's awesome. I like Wolfgang. He's fucking great. Nobody's saying he's not fucking great. He's just, his character is that he's a complete and utter dick and murders people. Oh, cool. So he's doing that now? Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, they didn't really give him much of a character as much as just like, you're fighting with Pete Dunne against Mustache Mountain. I don't know. Did they do anything with their mustaches? They twirled, you know. Hey, they both did? Yeah. Does, uh, does Tyler Bates still have a beard? Uh... Yeah, a little bit less than before, but... Oh, I don't know about that. Mustache Mountain. I, d- it... I don't actually remember how this match ended. <laughs> oh my god, you need to look this up, John. We can't have a cliffhanger in this episode. I mean, we can. I'm gonna assume that Pete Dunne won. I'm always, I was actually going to assume that Mustache Mountain won. You'd have the champion lose? I mean, it's a tag match. It's not like it really matters. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking, look, I'm looking it up. I'm looking. I already have it looked up. Guess what? What? Pete Dunne and Wolfgang won. Okay, good. I told you. Pete Dunne got the pin. I don't know. I didn't look that far. Also, the stupid ad is popping up on the WWE website. I don't care. I will, ad- I will admit. My first inkling is to always to assume that it's WWE. They're going to do the worst thing. I forgot that. Oh wait, what? no, it's NXT. They they do the right thing generally. Guess what? What? Wolfgang got the pin. Really? Cool. Who do you get it on? Trent or uh or uh? Damn. Yeah. So much for the f- former champ. Pretty good. They're they're putting over Wolfgang. I'm into it. I am very into it. Hey, John. You know what else I would be very into? Them actually having a fucking show? Yeah. Come on, yeah, they taped stuff. They haven't even aired it. I think they taped stuff. Unless I thought it they was, showed the stuff they taped. It was it's special. I thought they taped something besides the special. Uh, I don't know, honestly. I have no idea. I don't know what they're doing with any of this. This is scary. The problem is I don't think they know what they're doing with it. Great championship. Yep, sure is. Defended. Anyway, Owen, I want to go listen to uh, to Johnny Gargano's theme again, so can we end this show? Hell yeah, we can. John? Yeah? Tell the people where they can find us. This has been Heel Turner, production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website, go to the website. Go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pwc mm-hmm. to de- do more things for the website. It's a website, go to the website, it's a website. That's the reason we don't have ads. It's a real working URL. Oh, yeah, the Patreon one, of course it is. So is ProWrestling.Cool, though. That's true. People generally don't believe that on the Reddit. Ah, Reddit's a bad place. Could not agree more. Do we have a Facebook? 
Yeah, I mean, we have a whole bunch of stuff, though, Owen. Like, we stream this podcast live every Wednesday night starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. Isn't that cool? Why would we do that? So that we could talk to the people, I think. That's how you always pitched it to me. I I just did it so I didn't have to edit. Oh, now it all makes sense. Here's a live recording. Now it all makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah, anyway, we stream this live every Wednesday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and Twitch.tv slash OzoneOnline. Yeah, Mixler is if you want just an audio-only version of the show. Instead of having a little video of me. Yeah, you know, for if, like, you're in your car, you're driving and shit, or, like, you're on your phone, and who the fuck is going to watch a video? Yeah, or if you're playing a, a video game and just want some background noise. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know why we do this version on Mixler that's audio only, Owen? I have no idea. Because this is a podcast that you can find over on iTunes and wherever you subscribe to podcasts and also Zonecast.com. Zonecast.com. That's where this podcast is, along with Echo Chamber, which just had a, a guest on the other week. The guy who made it the, uh, shit, what's the name of that game? There's something Namicon. I, I should probably know. I should probably look that up because that person was super cool to be on the episode. It was at the Metro Namicon. I've never like, heard of that. It's a game that's on Steam and is coming to uh, PS4. Sure. It's it's cool. Thanks thanks thank him thanks for him for being on the show. And also, I'd rather not is on that site, which we have a really weird episode coming up. Zonecast.com. It's not just cool. It's dot com. Yes. Did you say the Facebook? No, I was about to say that if you want to keep up to date with what else we're doing throughout the week, the best two ways to do that, aside from going to ProWrestling.Cool, is to follow us at Facebook.com slash PWDOTC or on Twitter at The Heel Turn. We should probably live tweet more stuff. Yeah, we should live tweet more stuff. Let's make it happen. Okay. But before we do that, you can find me on Twitter at I'm John GM. I'm on Twitter at the underscore Ozone. All right. And that's it for Heel Turn. Surprisingly, not a super. We did not go five hours like SummerSlam. So congratulations to us. Well, I mean, we did have to cut one of the uh, one of the pre-planned matches there. I just I just RKO'd that guy and. We, ne- we no longer talk about Oscar. It's not like he has to have a career or anything, right? Rip. We'll be back next week with another another exciting episode of A Heel Turn, and until then... Don't migrate your website to Kinja. It's a bad idea. I, I would never would. Well, good. I never would. Certain other websites decided that it would be a great idea. They Bye. sure are. Bye, everyone. By Univision. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.